It is the 19th of Koeg. It has been about six days since your battle with the Sunset Society. You guys have been on a direct route to the Elven Ruins. 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 It's been a very arduous journey. In fact, Trent. Yes. Roll me a flat D20. Flat D20. Oh, man. Bumba 16. You guys have had minimal issues. That's right. <laughs> Octavian has mending, so any issues to the carriage? Uh, sure. yeah. Sled carriage. Carriage. Sled, carriage, RV. Did any issues to the RV have been mending? <laughs> yeah, fantasy RV. The yes. dire elk are doing well. They're being fed. You guys it's have managed. It's not a recreational vehicle. It's a research vehicle. Yeah. Yes, research vehicle. Fantasy RV. <laughs> you guys have bypassed the Frostmost Forest. Mm. I feel like that's Frost probably the best decision we've made yet. <laughs> to date. Possibly. Just based what on about avoiding Spider Cave. Yeah, that was also yeah, that's I true. Like my naivete is, 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 I was like, well, that sounds fun to me. And everyone's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we've been playing with John for uh, two years now. Yeah. When something is a dark, mysterious forest and or cave, you just walk away. I or if he asks you if you want to do something while he's smiling. Oh, I don't know. I, mm -hmm. I kind of want to see the frost moss for us. <laughs> I'm a little curious. Scout is on one of those, like, child harnesses. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, Talmor actually patented a, a harness for small people to fit on the back of giant, or a uh, barbar, or fucking. Goliath. Goliath. So would I have to pay him to get so, one? Because then no. There's a, if you, if you use that, you owe him money. Yeah. Just letting you know. <laughs> no, thanks. Yes, um. Tamor Inc. based on Ironclad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, send your five gold pieces. Patent I own. You guys are heading to the Elven Runes. Ruins. Ruins. <laughs> this was originally the winter elven capital of the Northern Reaches. Probably two and a half centuries ago, they ran and controlled most of the Northern Reaches. A lot of these villagers you've gone through pledged fealty to the Winter Elves. Since their disappearance, they've kind of become standalone. So as you guys are approaching, you're pretty much entering into ruins of a city. Things have collapsed, buildings turned over. You notice some scorch marks here and there. There is one structure that is still solid. Kind of tucked into the Ice Spine Peaks is an enormous ice glacial temple office building it's kind of doing both it's this large structure kind of just like tucked into the valley what would you guys like to do explore the city itself or head directly to the glacial when you say ruined city are we talking like there's plenty of like walls to obfuscate like the first like eight, maybe eight feet of this city like you can't see through it or is it like foundations everywhere so the further out you are 
the more rubble it is, so definitely foundations for the first probably 100 yards. And then you get a couple of like walls still standing, maybe a fireplace here or there, not much. But the closer you get to the center, where the glacial central is, is a lot more solid. Okay. Once we enter or we get close to the uh, like the foundations on the outskirts of town, I'm going to start looking around for footprints. I now have humans as a favorite enemy, so <laughs> <laughs> with very with very good reason. Is it humans or humanoid? Well, humanoid lets you choose two human subraces. Oh. So I chose human, and the other one shall remain secret. Oh fuck! It's probably half elf. <laughs> it's Goliath because he's scared of me the most. Yes. How did he you knows. know? So do we? Do I have any inkling as far as where this, uh, these documentation or the scroll uh, books? I'm not 100 percent sure what I'm really looking for, but do I have any idea where these might be? So, you know that with everything going on, with what you're kind of tracking, everything you're looking for, you believe will be in what they would call the city center. Okay. Like where they would do the most business. Any libraries, any kind of university for the elves exists in the very center of their cities. So this main building at the very center in the Valley of the Ice Spine Peaks is probably where anything would be. Then that is where we are going. As we start to head in, my mood shifts from nonchalant to sort of quiet and somber. And as we start like walking into the path, I'm just going to call out, be mindful of where you step. This city is buried with the dead. Show respect. Question, does Octavian look like he, he knows where he's going and what he's looking for? Or does he look a little confused? Octavian? Well, I think, I mean, this is kind of my life's work. And so if there's anything I would be like sure about, at least in the sense of based off the knowledge I have, so generally in elven cities, you know, like John said, it's it, they do the center around like, you know, knowledge and, and growth. And so it would make sense in anything like that, especially powerful tomes and scrolls and the, the, the relics that I'm looking for would be if there's if they were anywhere and they've survived 200 years, it would probably be in that city center. So I would be sure of that fact. Whether or not that fact is correct is yet to be unseen. <laughs> so I am, like, my mood is, is like, it's shifted to where it's, like, super excited. Like, this is, we need to do this. Like, it went from kind of aloof in how he normally is to a very serious, very poignanted like, this is what we're doing. This is the home stretch. Very excited for the fact that my life's work is coming to a head. So Now, you do notice as you're kind of walking around that, yes, Set, there are a few humanoid fo footprints. And they're probably about maybe a week. At that point, the snowfall kind of diminishes how well you can kind of track it. Quite a bit of snow has fallen. In fact, it is damn cold up here. What is everyone wearing? Fur. <laughs> <laughs> Leather armor with rabbit fur lined hood. I thought about this. Uh, a lot of uh, rabbit fur. A lot of rabbit fur. That is pretty much a, a king size blanket on you. 
Yeah, yes. I can't remember if I had said it, but but Zed always has a like a long cloak on that kind of he keeps around in front of him when he's marching through the snow. I have leather lined with fur. Yeah, I would probably have the same, like my leather armor that's probably padded and, and insulated, and then a cape over me with a hood that's... You would. <laughs> that is like fur lined and leather on the outside, but it's definitely like super stylish. Probably like emerald green dyed fur. I'm just wearing traveling gear and a, a fur cloak. So, Heron, you're probably the least dressed. Probably. He's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a cold boy. He likes it. <laughs> cold elfy boy. Javak is pretty close with you. I'm, I would, might be the least dressed. It's literally yeah. just the fur on my shoulder and the fur on my legs. And then the rest is all, I said, chain mail. Okay, I was about to say, what's around your groin? That's what I was saying. It's like yeah. furry, assless chaps. What's going on? Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I hope. That's the worst to wear. It's just the chain mail. Chain mail? Okay. It's a chain mail cod piece. That's all else. <laughs> Nothing on the chest. So, Seth, you do notice some humanoid footprints. Are there any that, like, I know that they probably are going in, but are there any that I see coming out? Not as many coming out that there are going in. Okay. You also happen to see maybe one or two larger indentations that seem quite a bit older. Ah, okay. Like bigger and deeper or? Bigger and deeper. Okay, alrighty. I hate that. So uh, <laughs> I'll just kind of lift my head and I'll say, hey, everyone, just be on your guard because we don't know if there's any more of these boys here. So I know you want to keep your uh, feet off the dead, but I'd rather not wind up one of them. So keep your eyes up too. Scout's riding Kikyo, and, and um, she starts to distance herself, just looking through maybe nicer places that are still still standing up or maybe haven't looked like they haven't been looted. Just keeping an eye, but a little distance from the party on Kikyo. I think Harry will be pretty upset if he sees Kikyo with like a femur in his mouth. He would be, <laughs> huh? <laughs> After Set mentions that there's uh, there could be other people here, I'll just look over to his general direction and say, I can almost guarantee that there's going to be uh, other people here. I, I don't think we're the only ones that are seeking what lies here. What does lie here? Uh, a dead people and all the things they left behind. Those things. Knowledge. I hate you both. Does he look like he's withholding something? <laughs> can I roll an insight on that? Hey there. John here to tell you about the awesome benefits we offer our fans over at Patreon. We recently decided that to bring the most value possible to our tiers, we would restructure them and pack as many rewards in there as possible. We have three to offer, each unlocking amazing monthly rewards. Everything from a sub-only Discord channel to actually being in the game. If any of this has tickled your fancy, then jump over to the Patreon and become a member. But remember, this is entirely if you want to. The show will always absolutely remain free. We just wanted some way to reward those who want to support the show. But in any case, we appreciate all of you and hope you enjoy the episodes. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Easy Roller Dice. They are a customer-focused tabletop gaming company specializing in products for gamers, educators, and all other professions alike. They have a full collection of beautifully crafted dice as well as a whole inventory of other great gaming materials to suit your every gaming need. Go on over to their website and check out their full list of amazing products. And while you're there, add something to your cart because our listeners are receiving a special 
10% discount when you enter the code DOD, like do or dice, DOD25 at checkout. So as always, thanks a bunch to Easy Roller Dice, and thank you all for listening. You know, it can be hard to stay engaged sometimes to a disembodied voice like myself. And when you're trying to tell a shared story across counties, states, and countries, it helps to have a program that can take some of the distraction of rules away. We use Fantasy Grounds, a powerful program designed to create a more unified party. Fantasy Grounds can do rolling, macro commands for spells and abilities, battle maps, journals, and even full player character sheets. If you're not using a program like this or you're unhappy with your current platform, you should definitely consider Fantasy Grounds, and you can even check out Fantasy Grounds' free trial. Do you want to get real cozy with the show? Stop in at our merchandise store hosted on TeePublic and check out our designs. You can rep your favorite podcast and announce your nerddom proudly to the whole world at the same time. Or like, from your house with a mug. Either way. To find us, just search Do or Dice or go directly to tpublic.com slash user slash do or dice. Yeah, go ahead and roll me insight. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> What am Probably. I not holding back? <laughs> <laughs> Just host declared, I have my hand axes out. Nice. Yes, I got my bow out and knocked. Magic users. Oh, that's me. Roll me an arcana check. Oh, not me. Isn't that technically everyone besides Scout and I? At least to some degree? Mm, possibly. A 20. <laughs> Dirty 20. <Best> six. <laughs> Dude, seriously. I'm overcome with emotion. Bada boom, bing ba, pow. Ooh, oh! That is a natural. My God does provide. <laughs> so Octavian, Javak, you sense a deep power coming from the center of this place where that giant glacial building structure is. I didn't need to roll for that, John. Come on, I already knew that. <laughs> yeah. You sense a... I sense that it's really cold. Yes, yes, very cold. <laughs> You said a, a, a great power coming from there. Yeah, no shit. That's why I'm here. Want it? Want it? Oh, you guys. I feel John's pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn to Octavian and I'm going to say, uh, Are you going to leave the cut? Uh, <laughs> so, okay. This is because I was just about ready to say something with this. When we get close enough to the building, I mean, I'm gonna have to eventually. They're not going in. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna leave the cart. And so when we get like, you know, I don't know exactly the complete layout here, but close enough to where there's like a, a building that looks foundationally solid that I could like park my cart next to, or like you know, hide it in some way. I, I get that it's a big fancy cart in a destroyed city, but give it enough room that Horatio and Voracious could go on defend mode to where if anything came up on them, they'd still be able to at least have a fighting chance, but also like have it out of the way of like the main path. And then I'll get out and, uh, you know, walk with the plebeians, I guess. Just gonna roll up the bones of Kyle's dead relatives. <laughs> Crunch. So you guys Sorry. are heading towards the glacial structure, correct? Yeah, yeah, straight yeah. there with, with fervor. So as you guys kind of approach the center, you notice that the buildings are a little more intact. Set, you notice that there are fewer, larger, deeper footprints. You're definitely picking up a number of skeletons. 
a number of also not skeleton, but there's still a few a few people with flesh on their skin. They're just completely frozen. How old are they? Yeah, do they appear mummified by like the cold or they appeared mummified. Would it be noticeably colder up here than where I grew up in the Golden Vein Hills? Oh god, yes. It's about so with the Golden Vein Hills in that area, even though you're getting a lot of wind from the western sea, you're kind of protected by a slight little mountain range. Up here, the wind's able to whip around the ice spine peaks. Okay. And you are pretty much at the northernmost occupied section of the northern reaches. To your knowledge, at least, there is no other northern settlement in living memory. Okay. It is cold here. You are the at edges of the earth. Imagine you're you're basically five feet from the North Pole. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. It, it is it is cold. It is probably negative forty. Holy Ooh. shit. Okay. That's it, it, it is cold. I was waiting for an actual number. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and, it is. We're, are we talking about freedom units, right? Yes, yeah, freedom, freedom, units. freedom yes. units. Negative 40 freedom units. What's that wind chill? <laughs> wind chill. What's the wind chill? Every so often, you do get a slight gust, not a breeze, but a large gust, because in the Western Sea, for some ungodly reason, there is a large wind. Most of the Western region south of the Ice Spine Peaks is uninhabitable, strictly because of the winds that are coming off of the Western Sea. Hmm. Set being like a Maine Coon style feline has like this big like plume of fur around like his neck and jawline everywhere except for like his chin and it's all like frosted over like a like a big beard on some like wild men in the north it's like frosted on all the ends and everything and it's like clumped together with snow and ice he just looks miserable <laughs> I mean, it is more miserable cold. than normal, but <laughs> yes. You guys are aware that the Western Sea is often called the distant abyss. Oh, good. Because <laughs> that sounds welcoming. No one is able to explore it. Hmm, pleasant. I was hoping they have a creepy name. No ships can go out that far because the wind is so strong, the cold is so deep. Ships are mm. unable to. They have. There are rumors of an island about twenty miles off the coast. But that is it. Hey, guys. No one has been able to go that far west. Looks like we're heading to that island next. <laughs> <laughs> so as as we're walking further towards the center, and I start to see the like footprints of giants and other dead elves, I'm sort of instinctively going to cast Mage Armor. So as, as the wind is sort of whipping down the channel that we're walking through, chunks of ice just start to like build up all, all over me. Super. Everyone... Please remember survival with advantage. Nifty. You all are decked out decently well, so I will give you that. With one of my favorite terrains being Arctic, would I even have to roll? Or I'll give it to you and to Harrion. Nat 20, anyways. Score. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Harrion. He, he's, uh, he's actually taking clothes off. He's too warm. <laughs> Harrion is too warm. There's like steam rising off of him. That was a, yes. a ni- 19 plus 5, making it a 24. Total for 18. Also 24. Fantastic. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. oh! I don't need my advantage. That's right. Get all get all the good rolls out of the <laughs> yeah, way. You, get all the good rolls out of the way. Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> We're all very good. You guys were prepared. You came suited for this environment. You knew what you were getting into, which is surprising given the group. <laughs> uh, 
Shots fired. Oh, man. I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> it's a little weird that there is more destruction on the outskirts of the city than in the center. Herring would know this, so would Octavian. The giants, the ice giants, hated the winter elves very, very deeply. No one's quite sure why. You thought they would have destroyed everything, but the closer you get to this central building, the less destruction there is. Almost like there was an attack, and they were trying to make it to the center, John, but they kept getting stopped. Huh? <laughs> All right. All right. You happen to find a large stable, ironically, oh. from an old inn. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pull the cart in. I'm going to detach the elks. I'm going to undo from the back kind of the, the barrel of feed. I mean, they, they're pretty self-sufficient, but I just want to put that out there so you can't say that they starved to death in the snow. <laughs> I have extra feed, you know, a barrel of sweet oats or, you know, whatever I could have grabbed. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set that aside and just kind of, you know, go up and pet them and be like, hey, guys. And then just kind of set them to... You know, turn the dial to offensive mode. <laughs> they protect the cart if attacked. Are you taking anything with you from the cart? Yeah, I am, actually. So, uh, basically, I want to put it out there that since I don't usually have this stuff, I'm going to basically pack my adventurer backpack, which is like the standard adventuring gear. So, like, rope, oil lamps, paper, you know, just kind of like that dungeoneering adventurer's pack. Since I don't usually carry that, I want to state that I am. And then I'm going to grab some extra, like, blank scrolls, charcoal, pens, you know, or inkwells, stuff like that, so I can take notes, a couple extra empty notebooks, and then any information that I have that might be pertinent on what I'm actually looking for. So I don't know if I have much since I'm kind of up here to do that, but anything that might help us as far as, like, the known... The idea of this trip, right, was, like, we're... You're supposed to be, like, hunkering down and staying here to pull out as much as possible, right? Uh, essentially, yeah, because the Elven Ruins haven't really been documented that much because of the arduous trip and the, the danger around it. So I'm kind of, like going to be the first in-depth researcher to do that so like we're setting up a base camp yeah or, or like finding an area to yeah set so up. that's yeah. that's my plan is to not necessarily go get loot and get out it's it's going to be go inside establish a place to where maybe we could pull the carts into like the main area mm -hmm. and then do as much actual research as we can and then have you guys protect me while i'm up here and so i figured probably a couple weeks based in this camp alone the the main goal isn't like get to the center of the dungeon get the treasure and get out it's more of a collect research but also get to the center of the dungeon and get the treasure so while octavian is stabling his elk is this tavern still partially standing yes okay I'm gonna catch eyes with Flo and give him kind of like a like a head gesture towards the building, and I'm going to step in through the I'm assuming open hole <laughs> where the door used to be. Yeah, I'm following. Quickly, roll me a perception check, both of you. Okay. That's never good. You can't make me. 
<laughs> I can, actually. Damn it, eight. Nineteen. Set. You happen to find in kind of in a little like snow bank a sign. Mm. Tell me, John. It's a dick joke. Uh, come uh, on, come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well with these fucking ends. Um, the frosty point. <laughs> the sufficient icicle. For those cunning listeners, you'll realize that every single N is technically a very well-veiled dick joke. Well-veiled? I don't know about well-veiled. Very, very well-veiled. Not well-veiled, no. It says John as he lifts the veil. <laughs> as, as you guys kind of walk in to the, to, to the first floor of this inn, it, it is quite tall, probably about three stories. Ooh, jeez. Okay. I'm mainly looking for undestroyed casks of alcohol behind the counter or you know anything to that effect maybe coin i'm assuming if giants came through here that they probably didn't you know like scoop up every last like bit of gold or you know every drop of alcohol and all that so i'm looking for anything left over so this area is well covered from any snow there is just like a nice dusting of snow just coming through the open broken windows the open door you notice some undisturbed footprints. No casts of any kind of alcohol. No gold in the drawers. But you notice that it has been disturbed recently. Mm, okay. Is there a cellar, like a trap door or anything like that on the floor? In one of the corners of the room, yes, there is. You notice that there has been quite a bit of activity around it. Okay. Hmm. I'll try it, see if it's unlocked. It is a little bit colder down below here. It's just a couple of maybe 10 bays on either side, just like hollowed into the earth where barrels were stored, mm-hmm. but now gone. Every single one's gone? Every single one is gone. Okay. Even a couple of torches, you can kind of see a bit of a like, s- smoke damage, fire damage on the edges of a couple of walls where there were some sconces for flames. Even those are gone, and there's no indication that they had burned down and fallen onto the floor. Hmm. Okay, I'll give a little, like, you know, like a... Mm. Back over the flow and say, Well, whoever came through here, they probably bought a couple of carts with them. They were going to take all this ale out of here. That's an interesting point. I didn't notice any cart tracks on the way in. Hmm. Unless... No, that's not possible. Uh, right, well, sit back up. Huh? And I'll make my way back out. John, while they were in the inn, and Octavian is getting shit out of his cart, I want to look at these dead people, because that's cool. Mm-hmm. Duh. You're a little bit emo. <laughs> are are they all elves, first of all? About 90% are elves. Okay. And none of them look like they've had any burial rites. Most of them are skeletons. Some of them are just half-frozen Mummified corpses? Correct. It would appear that... Actually, roll me religion check. Okay. 11. You can see no forms of any kind of burials or any kind of rituals performed over the remains. Okay. There are a few skeletons, not very many. Most of them are mummified. Those that are mummified, 100% have elven features. Okay. Are they mummified at varying degrees, or all, do they look like they've all died at the same time? 
It's hard to tell 200 years after, but roughly about the same time frame. Are the bodies fully intact for these elves? Are there parts missing? For majority, or? yes. A few of them do have parts missing. Okay. I'm going to go to Harrington, Darrington, or whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> Real quick, I'd like to slide up next to Javak and say, is, is there anything... Uh... Is there anything we could do to help them? And then I stick my hands in their pockets. That is what I would like to know. <laughs> and I'd like to know if I find anything. Uh, and I'm going to go to the Winter Elf, and I'm going to saunter up to him, I guess. So while well, everyone has been off doing their thing, uh, I, I had just kneeled down in the snow, um, and I'm just listening to the wind, as it were. Harrion, are you listening or listening? I am listening with emphasis. <laughs> so you just pick up kind of a, a, a relative anger sense okay displeased Heron. yes are there any rights for the dead in your people typically under normal circumstances unlike here we would just give the bodies back to winter we would take them somewhere to be buried in the snow or laid on the ice here is different though here this happens quicker so you leave them to freeze? Yeah, typically there is an area, uh, it's like a sacred area, that we would take any of the dead back as an offering to Winter so that she could use them however she needed. With your permission, I would like to pray for them. Please do. I walk away from Harrion and I go to kind of like a place where I can find a good chunk of dead bodies. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to try to pray to my god of death, Kuliak, and ask her to guide them to their appropriate afterlife. And I'm going to use ceremony. You sense an overwhelming joy or rest. In fact, the feeling coming off of them is just utter happiness. You sense that this has not been possible for the past 200 plus years for some some reason. Feeling that, I think a, just a tear would roll down Jock's face as he grins widely. I'm watching this from the door frame, kind of chewing on a piece of bread from my rations and seeing him do all that just with this bored expression. I say, conserve your energy. Might have a fight ahead of us. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Do or Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Do or Dice Podcast. Or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on DoOrDicePodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you soon. Same Dice time, same Dice channel. not a recreational vehicle it's a research vehicle yeah yes research vehicle. Fair it's a windabago <laughs> go home <laughs> <laughs> yes oh god oh that was great guys <laughs> momo keep that in oh god no momo don't Oh, I must have Khajiit. No, um, the back seat. Because <laughs> you have where? <laughs> <laughs>